name is Mark Ongley. I am a pastor, part-time pastor of Ashes to Life. It's a small United Methodist congregation in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. I've also recently published a book with Seedbed. The book is called Into the Light, Healing Sexuality in Today's Church. In that book, I, I lay out a principle that I believe is, is easy to grasp. It's uh, kind of an obvious principle, but yet it's, it's hard to continue to hang on to that principle and to live it out. So the, the principle is called the box, the path, and the circus. Now the box is a matter of social belonging and, and uh, understanding spiritual positioning. Um, most of us grew up in a box. We grew up in a church where there were do's and don'ts. If you do the do's and you don't do the don'ts, you're in. And so it breeds this judgmentalism where you're always trying to figure out if you're in or you're out and who else is in, who's out. When I was a kid, one of the, one of the don'ts in the box was smoking. So a new person might come to church and you'd say, oh, they're in church, they're carrying their Bible. Oh, they put money in the offering plate and then out in the parking lot, oh, he smokes, he smokes. Must be out of the box. I think many of us grew up with that kind of a mindset. Now the circus is the exact opposite. At the circus, you don't care about the do's and the don'ts. You are in the middle of hedonism. It's, it's doing what you want to do. After all, it's the circus. Eat what you want, laugh at the three-legged dog, kick the bearded lady on your way out of the tent. Who cares? It's the circus. It's all about you. The path, it's not about whether you're in or out, but the path is movement. It's about direction. Are you moving toward Christ? And for us in the Wesleyan tradition, we would call that sanctification. As you walk the path with Christ, moving toward the cross, uh, you are transformed by the grace of God, the sanctifying grace of God. This is easily illustrated in a number of places in Scripture, but probably most familiar for us is, this, is the story of the prodigal son. The circus in the prodigal son, that of course is the far country. When he returns home, uh, we find that the, uh, the older brother is in the box. He's upset. I've been doing the do's and I haven't been doing the don'ts and you never threw a party for me. That's the box. The problem with the box is there is sin inside of the box. Judgmentalism being probably on the top of the list. But the path in the story of the prodigal son, the path is the embrace of the father or it's the celebration afterwards. It's enjoying his presence and moving in his direction. Now, in the church that I pastor, most of those who come are in recovery from, from alcohol or drugs. And this concept, I, I repeat it with blatant uh, redundancy because it's so important in recovery. If someone relapses, um, they feel, oh no, I'm out of the box. What do I have to do to get back in? And uh, what I assure them is, look, you stumbled. You didn't go to the circus. You didn't go and lose everything from, your, from relapsing. You just simply stumbled. You're on the path. Just let's help you get back up and continue to move forward. 
and that's very liberating for them. Now, when it comes to sexual issues, I think that certainly applies to sexual addiction. In, in the many people that I've counseled who are sexual addicts, uh, I know that somewhere along the path they're going to stumble. Um, and so I simply say, look, you didn't go back to the circus, you stumbled. You can still find more healing. The box mindset uh, is often found in accountability groups for sexual addicts. Uh, shame is kept, is meant to keep people in the box. So week by week, did you goof up? Did you relapse? Um, so the path, I think, is very important in helping people who are sexual addicts. The box has also infiltrated its way into how we handle premarital sex. We have lifted virginity, and by the way, I, you know, I believe premarital sex is not God's best for us, but we've, we've lifted that up in such a way that it's, it's about whether or not you're gonna climb out of the box. And if you do, oh my goodness, you lost your virginity, oh my goodness. Uh, that puts enormous pressure on people. It puts great stigma on those who, who trip up and fall. And um, it's just not the way of grace. It's not the way of grace. I was part of a purity campaign called Just Love, uh, True Love Waits when I was working with youth many years ago. And um, so I admit to being a part of, of that movement. Uh, but that movement has wounded many, many people. In fact, there are prominent authors who've written books on theology and on sex in general out of reaction to the purity movement. Not because of what we believe, but how it was approached with the box mindset. I believe we can do better than that. Uh, Lauren Winner, she's written a book called Real Sex, The Naked Truth About Chastity, and she makes the exact same point that it's not what we believe, but it's how it's been communicated with a legalistic mindset. She said that our sexuality ought to be presented as a journey of discipleship, that Christ is with us, and affirming all that the scriptures say about who we are as sexual beings, but recognizing that it's not about position, are you in or are you out? It's on walking the path of the Savior who loves you. May God grant us grace to be people of the path and not people of the box.